Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kev, you were, I'm not sure the first, but among the first to put on Twitter that the Great American Conference postseason baseball tournament is coming to North Little Rock. That is exactly right. Little Rock. Little Rock. Yeah. North Little Rock, Little Rock. It's going to be on the river, and it's going to be some great baseball division, too. The Great American Conference features in the majority of Arkansas teams. You get Henderson State, Washita Baptist, uh, Southern Arkansas, Arkansas Tech, Southern Arkansas. It's going to be a great tournament. And uh, Will Pruitt, the GAC commissioner, who is from Arkansas, lives over in the River Valley area, is very passionate about this state. And we're going to have him on here at some point during during the season, uh, it, right before the tournament, really promote it. He loves this state and loves the sports that he is the commissioner over, and he's really excited. The great thing about it is, even though it's at Dickey Stevens, if you can't make it up there, every game will be streamed on G- on the GAC network, which you can go to the greatamericanconference.com and sign up for that. It's free. Uh, any sport that you want to watch, if you've got a basketball team right now, but during the baseball season and the conference tournament, it will be online. And, Randy, next Thursday – uh, first pitch, 10 a.m., Henderson State and Rogers State from Hot Springs, Arkansas. There's a little round-robin tournament at Majestic Park next weekend that includes uh, four Arkansas teams, Henderson State, Washita Baptist, Southern Arkansas. and Oh, yeah, just three, sorry. And you got Missouri Southern, Southern Nazarene, Pittsburgh State. So it should be a really good way to kick off the season for Division Two baseball. Outstanding. Let's talk with James real quick. James, All right. are you still with us? Good afternoon. I'm with you. Good afternoon. So a while ago, you were talking about frustrations, and I wanted to chime in a minute. Uh, My frustration isn't just with the whole basketball season. My frustration is we've seen this team play well. This team played well against Purdue. This team played well against Duke. I would even say this team played well against Memphis, North Carolina, we know the Paradise Gym timing and all that was messed up. We've seen this team play really well, and then it's like it all fell apart. And I don't know where it fell apart or why. The question I have, and I'd like somebody to be able to ask, I don't know if Trey or somebody else can, is I know Musk wants to win more than any of us. As bad as I don't like this season, he hates it worse. I get it. But if you want to win no matter what, we haven't been able to keep anybody in front of us all year long. One, two dribbles, and they're biased every game, no matter what team it was. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we try a little zone? Why Have. don't we do what well, we did at Florida? Yeah. They've tried it. Florida, yeah. And we shut them down driving. Now, they shot us out of it, but I'd rather take my chances getting shot out of it than just giving up layups because we can't stay in front of somebody. But that's just my personal opinion. Love for y'all to discuss it. Love the show. Have a great day. Thank you, James. They, they used it some against South Carolina, and it didn't help. So, really, it's a nothing's working right now defensively. Nothing, because yeah, they they have 
Eric Musselman hadn't played zone in four and a half years at the University of Arkansas. He, he used it against Florida. And, and, yes, it briefly, I think Florida probably was a little bit surprised because they never thought Musselman would use it. And Arkansas cut, what, a 19-point lead to 12? But that was it. And then it yeah. kind of went back again. And South Carolina used it briefly, and I don't think it was even close to that effective against the Gamecocks. It's a good point. It's a good point. No, I agree. Yeah. I, uh, but here, here is one question that I have. You have to believe in what you're playing. Yeah. If your coach doesn't really believe in that particular aspect, yet you're out there trying to execute it, I, I don't think Coach Muss's heart is behind it when he puts him in the zone. I think he's looking for the very moment he can get him back out of his zone, back into a man. And if he's not buying in, I don't think the players will totally buy in. And they are the ones that's got to buy in. Kevin, do you? I mean, do you see that as a possible angle where? Um, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's and you saw it, and we made this reference a couple of weeks ago during football season with KJ Jefferson running the Dan Enos offense. It's the same. It's the same thing. If you look at it, he's not bought into it. The guy. One thing, I don't think really anybody's bought in. I, I, I say that, but. And I said this with, with Joe last Monday on, on Out of Bounds, this is going to be a four- or five-win conference team. I mean, that's just where we're at right now. You got Trevin Brazil, who's 6'10", shooting 47% of his shots from beyond the three-point line and making, what, 19 20%? 18%. Yep. Yeah. The, come on now. I mean, this is a young man that was preseason All-SEC, top 15 draft pick, first round. And forget about that now. So – there's just a lot of little things like that, and if it's one or two things that's fine during the season, which it has been the last three years, but it's a lot of little things that add up to where we're at right now. That's what I've seen. Have not even looked at any of the mock drafts for basketball. I'm totally still listed in the first round. I, okay, <laughs> I will check then today because yeah. I'd have a hard time believing he's still in the first round. I was going to say – he might start even questioning if he wants to return back to Arkansas to rebuild this season that uh, right now does not look that favorable uh, in regards to his NBA chances. But I'm not an NBA scout, and I'm not an NBA GM, and all it takes is that one, just one. Uh, let's see this from Andy by way of the Gangster Museum of America Life in Feedback. Andy says... Arkansas must win the SEC tournament like the year with Joe Johnson to make the NCAA. Hadn't there been like two or three teams that's yeah that's uh, won it? Uh, yeah. That is, having to go in, you're Arkansas one of the bottom seeds. Mm -hmm. Georgia did it. Yeah, uh, Georgia did against Arkansas. The year, the year that it had to move to Georgia Tech, yeah. And uh, maybe somebody else has done it. I, I don't know. But the – you know, here's the problem. If you're in the lot bottom four, you now have to win five games, mm -hmm. not four. And so, and nobody's ever done that, and I don't think anybody will ever come close to doing that. Because if you're, if you finish 11 through 14 in the regular season, your chances of winning five conference games in a row no. on the same day are 
slim, 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 and almost none. So if Arkansas ends up finishing in the bottom four and they have to play on Wednesday, hey, hopefully you win a game and you feel better about your team because you won a game. Yeah, boy, you're talking about playing one game. Once you get to that stage, one game at a time. Yeah, well, they ought to be playing one game at a time right now. Yeah. That's, you know, it just as we were talking about yesterday, don't start thinking about the NCAA tournament. Don't start thinking about anything else. You play Ole Miss Wednesday. That's it. You can't even think about how cool it's going to be to have Kentucky here and ESPN and all that kind of stuff. It's Ole Miss tomorrow night. That's the only thing you can be thinking about. Duffer, good afternoon. Hello, gentlemen. If you're playing the, in so, the, uh, uh, if you're duffing them today, you get the water out of the sandboxes. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it's uh, I mean, I'm in my boat. I don't have my motor going. I'm just <laughs> paddling across the golf course and hitting, you know, whatever I can find a drive spot. <laughs> so uh, I am really disgusted. I'm tired of people saying. We can't play man. The fact of the matter is, we won't play man. Yeah, that's right. We're not, they are totally capable of, as athletic, as strong as they are, but this team lacks a lot of heart. Because heart is how you play defense. It's heart and effort, and we won't put out that effort. I was doing something else and was out and got back, flipped over to the game when I got back home. Within the first 20 minutes, I saw a slam dunk because we had no backside help, and the help guy just stood there and watched him and didn't even go try to give the backside help. And I just yeah. I turned it off. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm tired of it. It's not Coach Musselman. You don't forget how to coach overnight. It's these kids, and maybe he missed on kids that could play together. I think he's got a lot of good players, but they have not missed. And, and I know he talks about how they like each other, but they don't like each other enough to put out enough uh, effort and heart to become one team. We need somebody on that team like Anthony Black was last year. You could tell Anthony Black was the alpha dog, even though Nick Smith was going to be the alpha dog. Everybody looked to Anthony on what we're going to do. I also remember a time when during the championship run year, they interviewed Corliss, and they asked him, he said, y'all play so hard for 40 minutes. That's got to be hard and tough. <clears throat> Do y'all play so hard just because you're, how, you're afraid of how tough Coach Richardson is? You know what Corliss said? We're a lot more afraid of Corey Beck than we are him. <laughs> and there's got to be some player on that yeah. team that can yeah. go in that locker room and say, we're going to do this. And they respect him enough that they do it. And I just yeah. don't know that that person's there. That's all I got to say today. I'm not bailing out on Coach Musselman, but I am kind of bailing out on the season not watching it because I, I, it makes me sick. Y'all know how I like defense. We talked about the five-second account going away. Unless you're not dribbling, I, I can't watch it. Y'all have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Duffer. I think he said uh, quite a bit that uh, yeah. stands on its own. I'm not sure there's anything to add to it. Certainly, not, I'm not going to take anything away. Drive Time Sports will continue. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. 
Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kevin, as we continue to step forward looking at upcoming uh, previews for teams, we've looked at Arkansas, we looked at uh, Little Rock today. Who might we be taking a peek at? The Central Arkansas Bears had a great conversation with Coach Nick Harlan. This is his 11th season in Conway. His third is the the head bear. So, uh, Coach Harlan's really excited about this team. Uh, Again, they're in the Atlantic Sun. They they play Queens. Uh, But in baseball, it's a really good league. They got Stetson, Florida Gulf Coast, Lipscomb, Bellarmine, Austin Peay. Uh, who has uh, some Arkansas flavor, Clayton Gray from Cabot starts in center field, Roland Fanning, uh, who coached at Little Rock, is their head coach now. So uh, really tough schedule. They start out with LSU and uh, Virginia Military Institute down in Baton Rouge the first weekend. They'll play each of those teams twice. Uh, finished 23-31 and 31 last year, 10th in the league. They just missed out on the A-Sun Championship Tournament, but they got the pieces this year, Randy. Uh, to make a run and get that conference tournament and possibly NCAA berth, 23 in-state players on the roster. Uh, we talked about this uh, with Coach Curry from Little Rock. They have 19 on the roster for the Trojan. They got 23 for the Bears. And I love talk, talking to Coach Harlan. We could turn a 10-minute conversation into an hour and a half. And this is what he told me. He said, it takes three things to win, <laughs> character, talent, and skill. If you have character and talent, you can start developing your skill. He wants young men that want to come there and love being a part of UCA that loves to be a bear. And that's what he has right now. He looks for kids of high character and families of high character. You got a lot of that. You got Reed Bowman, Tanner Leonard in the middle. Those are two young men that I coach. You got Gavin Elvetti who comes from Connor State. Not only are those three men high character, but their parents, their family, their support system are high character as well. So those are three pieces that are going to be really big for them this year. Gavin's coming in, could be used as a, he's going to be used as a pitcher. He's complete, converted completely to a pitcher now. I, I joked with his dad a long time, uh, back when he was at Hardy Academy, that, look, he's going to be a pitcher. Le- just leave it alone. He's going to be a pitcher in the future. That's what he is now. He has that submarine slot. He could help out on the mound. Uh, but it all starts with Jesse Barker, Randy. The fifth-year senior from Benton mm-hmm. was the strikeout leader in the ASUN last year. He had 109 strikeouts, only 22 walks. He was a runner-up for the Pitcher of the Year Award, second in the league and wins at seven and second in ERA at 3.0. Mason Griffin, he was a transfer from Arkansas Tech. He's going to get some innings. Charlie Christensen uh, started, was a reliever as well last year. And then Coleman McRae from Rogers. Uh, Tate Busey from Pea Ridge, a lot of Arkansas flavor right there. Freshman that could help out Jake Jones from Benton through a no-hitter in the state, champion, or state uh, tournament last year. Then you got Hunter Alexander that comes over uh, from Big, Bigelow via UA Rich Mountain. They're expecting him to uh, put up some good innings this year. Trent Grigson's a arm out of the bullpen. Coach Harlan said if he's healthy, could really contribute. Then Peyton Windham beat Vanderbilt. They won three out of their first four last year, the Bears did. Uh, that, that third win was against the Vanderbilt Commodores when they were ranked in the top ten. Going around the horn, Randy, A.J. Mendiola. Uh, the fifth-year guy, he's kind of a utility guy, but he can catch, play third base, play first base, just kind of wherever they need him uh, to get the bat in the lineup. He's one of the top three hitters 
that are returning. Mendiola hit 295 with five home runs, 31 RBIs last year. Shortstop, Tanner Leonard, second base, uh, Reed Bowman, excuse me, those are interchangeable. Reed Bowman at short, Tanner Leonard at second. Uh, Coach Harlan says it's one of the best middle infield combos in the region. I got to agree with him. They do the fundamentals right. They're just sound fundamentally. And Coach Harlan likes guys that can pick it on the infield, steady with their glove. And you know what they're going to get from them every day. They show up, they work. They're really good teammates as well. Bryce Sermonelli is kind of a utility guy that could be used everywhere. Uh, Mason King's a new guy from JUCO. Had one of the best offense performances of the fall. Look for him in the infield. Jagger Shadows, another JUCO transfer, and Jake Traby, JUCO transfer that could help out at first base from Pasadena City College. My man Drew Sturgeon, Randy from Farmington, returns in center field. One of the best defensive guys out there. And I don't care if it's Division One, Two, NAI, JUCO. Love watching that young man play. He's played really well against Arkansas the last two years. Kate Seldomridge from Hart, uh, from Rogers. Started in left field and filled in for Sturgeon when he was hurt last year. Uh, Seldom Rich should be the everyday left fielder. And then Preston Curtis, the transfer from Carl Albert, should be in the right field corner. I got another transfer from uh, Carl Albert, Colton Sagely. He's from Greenwood. It's his fourth year. And then one freshman he talked about in the outfield, Coach Harlan said, Zeb Allen from Fort Smith Southside uh, shows up every day. Toughness. Uh, he's mature for his age. Left-handed hitter. He should factor into the outfield. So, Got yeah, a lot of young talent that come in this year, and they're starting to sign more and more in-state kids, as we talked about. But you got those veterans that'll lead the way. And we said all along, Randy, if you're strong up the middle, you have a chance. You got a three-year starter in Sturgeon in center field, Leonard and Bowman up the middle, a fifth-year guy on the mound in Barker, and then you got Mendiola, another fifth-year guy that can start behind the ah, plate. So okay, they'll they'll be really good uh, up the middle to start out the season. I I was going to ask you who was going to be the receiver. Yeah, <laughs> and I took Mendoza as being the third baseman when you started off. Anyway. Well, they got, he he can do a couple different right. plays, but he has been working out a catcher. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, Kevin. We'll talk with you later on this week. That is Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horde next to the Wood Family Dealerships. Up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. The Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime.